Hello and welcome to another podcast brought to you by Life Community Church, Leamington Spa. Recorded at one of our Sunday morning services, we hope this message inspires, equips and encourages you to grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Is that the room? At the back, give us a wave. Hey, fantastic, great. Big welcome to everyone. If you're new here, my name's Dave. I'm one of the leaders here. It's my privilege to open up the Word of God today. And uh, why don't we give a big shout out to everyone that's listening on, online today. Come on, give them a round of applause. We welcome, remember, gosh, in our, this day and age, we don't just speak into a room, we speak into many rooms, don't we? That's the privilege of, of the technology and also the way that the Word of God can travel today. So that is absolutely amazing. Um, we're going to be starting a brand new three-part um, message series today called Get Ready. Get ready. Why don't you turn to the person next to you and say, get ready. Get ready. ready. (laughs) Fantastic. That's brilliant. Great. Um, And we're going to be looking at the book of Joshua. And uh, it's going to be a key verse for us. Now then, you and all these people, get ready. I think it's worth more than that. Doesn't that doesn't sound like you're ready. No. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them. That's God's word coming to the leader Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, verse 2. Get ready. So um, we're getting ready. Yeah. We're getting ready. We're not just getting ready today. We've been getting ready for months and months and months, but we're getting ready. And uh, I want you to think about these next three message series as a bit of a a fireside talk for every single one of us. You know, like when you... Who's ever been camping? And you might have had, uh, I don't know, had a fire or a barbecue. You've got the warmth there and you're sitting there. And you, I don't know, when it's the dark of night, you're, you're sitting in your, your chairs and you're chatting away and, and dreaming and thinking. And it's a bit like that. We're going to be talking around a fireside, as if it were. There's no fire, just the one in our hearts. But we're going to be talking about all things getting ready as we go to double services. And today is all about preparing the heart. Now, give me a wave if you've ever been on a journey just by yourself. Just by yourself. Bus, coach, train, car. Now, keep, keep your hands up in the air if you getting ready for that journey was quite straightforward. Quite straightforward. I remember the times fondly. It was just me. It was just me and myself. I remember going home to my parents' home who used to live down south for Christmas. Sometimes I'd be travelling down on Christmas Eve. Now, me being me, I'd try and pack in the day before I'd go and I'd be trying to beat Father Christmas to get to their destination before midnight, you know. And I'd be getting home and uh, it, it was quite straightforward. Pack a bag, get a suitcase, open the suitcase, pack it, close it, put it in the boot, go. Quite easy. Then I got married. Yes. <laughs> oh my life! One bag, me. One bag. One bag. Yeah. Now, if you're, if you're a mathematician, you might think two of you, two bags. Two bags. Oh no. no, 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 no. Because Leanne had learned the secret sauce recipe from her mother. Why use one bag when you can use ten carrier bags? They're not even proper bags, they're carrier bags, and they always rip. 
Ridiculous. <laughs> Me, in a car, one bag. Suddenly, we've gone through about 12 bags. And then we started having children. Yeah. Give me a wave if you know what it is like to go on a trip with children in tow. Yeah. I'm about to sit down now. We all know it's, it's, ah. Oh. So when you're going on a trip with children in tow, or just your wife with 11 bags, there's a lot of preparation. There's a lot to think about. And uh, who knows that the bags don't just pack themselves, do they? The bags, I wish. I wish. Um, I actually take responsibility for loading the, the boot of the car because if Leanne would do it, things would be everywhere. One year, we decided to go on a, a two-week holiday in this country and we were going to do a week in, um, down in Devon, staying in a caravan. And then we're going to be travelling all the way up to the Lake District and having a week in the Lake District. I'd never been to the Lake District before. Absolutely gorgeous. So we had a seaside holiday for seven days and then we had a uh, exploring the Lake District for seven days. The seaside was really sunny, and the Lake District was sunny but also wet and windy. So we had to brace ourselves. So the amount of different types of clothes we had to pack. It wasn't like going abroad and you know it's going to be sunny and hot. You just have to wear your, uh, you know, swimming trunks, your bikinis, whatever. It's just literally you've got to pack loads of different stuff: jumpers, jeans, shorts, swimming trunks, the rest of it, towels, the rest of it, because you're camping as well. I mean, we actually literally packed our car and we had a, a, something on the roof. Our boot, which was big at the time, was, was packed and literally couldn't even see out. The kids had stuff around their legs. You pack so much. But the bags don't just pack themselves, do they? We said to the kids, you know, help us. I want to play my PS4. I want to watch TV. You know, the pack, bags don't just... And there's a lot to, to prepare. But also there's a lot of repositioning that needs happening. For us to go to our holiday, we have to... Position, get off the, off the sofa, go and get the bags, pack the bags, we're moving around, and then eventually we have to get the kids into the car, because we're not going to just get there by, by flight, we've got to literally get in the car and drive there. Then we get into the car, we have to drive, we have to physically move our position from where we are to where we're going to be, our destination. It's the same for us. I've got this thought for us today. Change requires a repositioning. Friends, we are going into not just the, the next season, but I believe in God, a brand new season in the life of the church. And it's all about change, and it's all requiring a repositioning from every single one of us. Repositioning in terms of our, our thinking, repositioning in terms of our experience, repositioning in terms of what we see, repositioning in terms of our faith, what we're expecting, and repositioning spiritually. What has got us here is going to get us to where God wants us to be as a church. Yeah. And double services is just one next step into all that God has for us as life of a church. Change requires a repositioning. Why don't you tell that neighbour of yours, say, change requires a repositioning. And just in case your other neighbour has fallen asleep, nudge them and say, are you ready? ready. We're ready. Great. Well, let's turn our Bibles to Joshua chapter 1. And this is a, just a f phenomenal um, book which bridges the Pentateuch, which is the, uh, the, the first five books of the Bible, into the history of the nation of Israel. And it's about the life of Joshua. And Joshua 
back in the day, the, the, the promise of God has come to the nation of Israel saying, I'm going to give you a land. I'm going to give you a land. It's a brilliant land. Up to this point, they've been slaves in Egypt. And God said, I've got a promise for you. I've got a blessing for you. I've got a future for you. Are you ready to enter the land? So they sent out spies to explore the land. Two of them, Joshua and Caleb, came back saying, you know, there are giants, but this is our land. It's a good land. It's a land flowing with milk and honey. We can take this land. But ten of the, ten of the spies gave a bad report. Because of that, they, 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 um, they started a sort of a discord in the house, in the nation of Israel, and literally they did not enter the land. And actually, as a, as a result, everyone that was of, of age 20 and above died. They were wandering the, the, the wilderness for many years. They died until a new generation had risen up. Joshua is now old. Caleb is now 80. And their time has come to enter the promise that God has for the nation of Israel. Do you know what? Sometimes God has, promised, God has promises for all of us. But we aren't willing to, to, to follow him, to obey him, to fulfill what he wants for our lives. Sometimes he'll say, okay, I'll pass it on to the next generation. May we never be people like that. May we be these people that say, come on, God, whatever you want, we're going to do, heart and soul. Joshua chapter 1. After the death of Moses, a servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun. I love that. Anyone called Nun in the house? No. Son of Nun, Moses' aide. Moses' aide. Moses' assistant. He's a servant. He's a leader. But he's, he knew what it was to, to serve. He knew what it was to hold Moses' hand. He knew what it was to linger in the presence of God. He had a heart for the Lord, a heart for the people, a heart for the promise of God, a heart for the Moses. Now his, his leader has died. And God says to him, my, Moses, my servant, is dead. Moses, my servant, is dead. You see, Moses knew he could not go into the promised land. God told him. But God said, you know, you're going to die on this Mount, Mount Nebo. I want you to go up there. I want you to see the land. I want you to see what, not look what you could have won, but I want to see what I, that, the land that you, the, the nation is going to inherit. And now he dies. It's a new chapter. Moses was an amazing man of God. He sinned. But I love this because God is honouring him. God doesn't remember his sin. He remembers his commitment, his faithful leadership. Moses, my servant. My servant is dead. Not Moses who, who got, got it wrong one time. Yeah. Many times. Don't we get things wrong many times? But Moses, my servant, is dead. A new chapter is about to begin. Before we enter a new chapter, we have to close the door to the previous chapter. We can't keep the door open. We can't straddle two chapters because we won't make any movement. We won't go forward. We have to close the door to the chapter that has just closed. So we can move forward into all that God has for us in our lives personally, but also in the life of us as a church. We have to embrace the new, embrace the new to go forward into all that God has for us. Now then you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, the Israelites. We're about to do something that this church has never done before. And we're not doing this because we've, the church has never done it before, but the church has never been to double services before. 
Give me a wave if you were part of the church when we went to Spencer Street. So many years ago, the church grew, and so the church had to go to Spencer Street, which is a church just down the road, a bigger venue. We're not going to Spencer Street. We're going to double services. I don't know what happens in the future. We leave that up to the Lord. But we're not going to Spencer Street. God has put before us the chapter of double services. Double services. That's the new chapter. Are you ready? Are you ready? This is what God has put into our hand right now. Not because we thought, many of you probably would know and you've heard the story, you know, I actually did so much research into finding a venue for us to go to. I looked at Spencer Street. I looked at many places, but it was bang, bang, bang. Doors were shut. Doors were shut. And God put in my heart, and I didn't want to go to double services. I didn't want to go to double services. I didn't want to. And God had to change my heart. Dave, double services. Double services is what is the next step for the life of the church. Because it's not about what I want. It's not about what we want. It's not our preference, is it? What God, what do you want for this house? What do you want for us going forward? Get ready to cross the Jordan into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory would extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. And God is promising the nation, he's promising place, territory. He's promising them protection, that no one will be able to stand up against them. And he's promising his presence. Church, above all, I want God's presence. I want God's presence. We can, we can do church and we can do double services, but without wanting his presence, without God going with us, it's all in vain. Unless the Lord builds a house, the labors labor in vain. Oh God, we want your presence. We want your presence. We don't just ask your presence to follow our plans, God. We ask you to lead us. Lead us into all that he has for us. And then we see God saying to Joshua, and I love this, I take courage from this. He says three times, be strong and courageous. Twice he says that, and one time he says, be strong and very courageous. So Joshua, the military man, Joshua, Moses' assistant, is aid, but he's a military man. Strong, brave. God is telling him to be strong and to be brave. Do you ever feel not strong and not brave? I do. I do. At different times, I feel not strong and not brave. And God has to do a number on me and stir me up. Be strong and courageous. Because you will lead these people to inherit the land. I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Everyone say very courageous. So he's saying be strong and courageous as he's dividing up the land. But now he's saying be strong and very courageous. What to do? To obey all my law, all God's law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn to it from the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so you may be careful to do everything within it then you will be prosperous and successful. So God is saying, be strong and courageous in your leadership, but be very strong, very courageous in the way that you pursue me and my word and my law. Church, next level for us, the next chapter for us, means every single one of us has to have a heart that says, God, 
Make me more like you. God, I want your presence. I don't want to just stay as I was this last year. I want to grow in you. I want to pursue you. I want to love you more. I don't want to look back and say, God, I've taken backward steps. I've grown cold in my heart. I want my heart to be burning hot for you like never before. Be strong and very courageous. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous? Are we getting the gist? Joshua had to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, nor be discouraged. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. He's telling Joshua, don't be afraid, be courageous, be strong. Don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Going to double services, how could we become discouraged? Well, to get bigger, we're going to get smaller. When we came here, I remember services, 35 people worshipping. It was quiet. People would say, boo. It was quiet. But we're going smaller again. But we're not the same. We are not the same as we were eight years ago. Give me a wave if you think you're not the same person as you were three, four, eight years ago. God is doing a number in our lives, isn't he? God is working in our lives. And as we allow him, he pulls the greatness out of our lives. It's not who we are and our greatness. It's his greatness in us. And he transforms us into his image, into his likeness. And the, the, the mistakes of yesteryear, yesterday, our sin, our shame, it's all gone. In Jesus' name, if we allow him, if we give our lives to him, he says, what sin, what shame, I've covered it under the precious blood of my son, Jesus Christ. You're not the same as you were. I believe we're a praising church. I believe we're a church that are expecting something in God for the future. And that means we have to be different when we go smaller as we get bigger. We'll talk more about that in a few moments. But be strong and courageous. And don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. When we go smaller, do not get discouraged. Bring your praise like never before. Come on. I loved your praise today. I loved your praise today because it was loud. It was God. It was, yeah. I know times when this place has been fuller than it is today and our praise has been quiet. It's got nothing to do with the number of people. It's got everything to do with our attitude. It says, God, I, you are worthy of my praise. I'm going to praise you today. And as we fill this place with the atmosphere of praise, it can release people. It can set people free. We praise God. It's vertical and horizontal. It's vertical. The focus is our God. But horizontally, it encourages the person sat around us. It equips people. It helps people. It does something. It sets people free because, gosh, if they can praise like that, why can't I? And we start to see people raising their hands in surrender. We start to see people singing out loud. Be strong and courageous. Do not be discouraged. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, go to the camp and tell the people, get your provisions ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. Now let's just see what's happening here. They're now giving his, his, his charge to his officers saying, go throughout the whole camp and tell them you're going to cross the river Jordan here, next step, to take possession of the land, the new chapter. Next step, 
cross the River Jordan here. New chapter, take possession of the land. Church, we are going for a next step of double services into a new chapter, which is making an impact on a new level in our community. However, there's a challenge. Their next step means crossing the River Jordan here. And at the River Jordan, remember, they, they left uh, Egypt and got an amazing miracle of helping to walk through the Red Sea. But those people have died off. This is a new generation. They might have heard the stories of yesteryear, of what God did yesteryear, yesterday, but they haven't experienced that. They experienced a little bit of the provision of God on the way, but nothing major like that. And now they're crossing. The next step is the River Jordan, which is flooded. It's not just like a little stream. It's flooded. Absolutely flooded. And they could have said, there's no way we're going to be able to do this. There's no way. And discouragement could have said, there's no way this is going to happen. Look at it. There's no way double services can really work out. Because we're going to have smaller and people are going to get discouraged. People are going to do, uh, it's not going to work out. There's no way. But you know what? When God's in it, when God is with us, Jehovah Shammah, when the God is there, is with us, all things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. Their next step was to step over. We're going to hear more about that, the miracle that God did for them next week. But they could have thought, great plan, Joshua. Are you sure you've really heard from God? Great plan, Joshua, but um, I don't need to tell you that it's a bit flooded. We've got like children to get through there. We've got babies to get through there. It ain't going to work. Great plan, Joshua, but I think you need to go back to the drawing board. Go back and ask God again. You will cross over the Jordan here. Why? 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 To take possession of the land. We always do a next step. Because we see the why in front of us. We see the reason in front of us. If all we do is take a next step of double services and we don't see the why, then we get lost and get discouraged. But we see the why of making space for those that do not yet know Jesus. Have an opportunity to sit next to us. To come amongst us. To have their lives transformed by his love. And the fellowship with believers. It makes it all the difference. Jesus could have said, Look, yeah, Father, I didn't go to that cross. There's another way I could, I could do this. But he stretched out his hands. Inconvenient. Inconvenient. And suffered. And as we sang today, the silence was broken. The promise was fulfilled. He defeated death. The chains of death and hell came alive. That you and me could have the privilege and the opportunity of loving our Jesus, of getting to know our, our Savior and living with him forever. So we mustn't be selfish. We mustn't be selfish. We've got to allow other people the opportunity that you and I have been afforded in our life. Take possession. That's the new and the next. And here we got an interesting thing. But to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Two and a half tribes. Joshua said, remember. Everyone say remember. Remember Remember the command that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you after he said, Lord your God will give you rest by giving you this land. Now these two and a half tribes, they found a a, a, a land that they wanted to settle in. And that was on the 
that by the Jordan River before they have to cross over. So they're in their land now. They're in their land. Now, what happened is they said to Moses, we love this land because it's a good land. We could grow crops here and, 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 and cattle and we can have a good land here. So he says, yes, you can have this land on one condition, that you go with the rest of the tribes of Israel to cross over so that you may fight with them, that you may stand with them. And then once you've accomplished as a whole everything I've put into their hearts, then you can come back and I will give you rest. Now, they're in this land now. And that was to Moses. Now, who knows that, you know, sometimes our memories can be not, not so good and sometimes our memories can be selective, can't they? Did we really say that? I said that to Moses, but maybe Joshua doesn't know it. And now Joshua is saying, remember. Remember your promise. Remember your commitment. The Lord of God will give you rest by giving you this land. So he says, your wives, your children, your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of the Jordan. But all your fighting men, so the women and children will stay where they are. But all your fighting men, ready for battle, must cross over ahead of your fellow Israelites. They're going first. Yeah. You are to help them. Say help them. You are to help them until the Lord gives them rest, as he has done for you, until they, are, they have taken possession of the land the Lord God has given them. After that, you may go back and occupy your own land, as we see there. And their response is this. I love this. Their response is, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we obey you. Only may the Lord God, your God be with you as he was with Moses. And the, his last, the last command to Joshua is, come on, be strong. And be courageous. And they could have said, you know what? We've got our lot. We're not going to get involved. We've got our land. And maybe, well, faithful people, committed people, united people. United. They were united because they saw that, that they were part of something bigger than just themselves. And they wanted to fulfill their commitment to the Lord and to their brothers and sisters, their fellow Israelites. We will do this. Only be strong. And courageous. Really quickly, bring this into land. Change requires a repositioning. So what can we think about in terms of repositioning for us as a church as we go to double services? You can reposition yourself through four quick things. Focus. We've got to embrace the new. We've got to embrace the new. It's a new day. We've not been here before. Newness has got nothing to do with Style, it's all to do with what God has for us. But sometimes we can stay trapped in the past. We might be physically in a double services, but our heart and our mind, our emotions, our, our connections could be to the past. And we could think, well, it's not as good as it is now. It's not as good as it was 20 years ago. It's not as good as it was in Spencer Street. Because our focus is not fully in, in the new they couldn't cross over half-hearted, the River Jordan. They had to cross over fully. And we can get, there's things in the past that can hold us back. Yeah. Hurt can hold us back. Yeah. Hurt in our relationships. Not necessarily in, in church, or it could be in church, but in our relationships wider. Hurt can hold us back. Unforgiveness can hold us back. For us as individuals fully entering into what God has for us as an individual or a church. Nostalgia can hold us back. Give us a wave. Have you ever sing a song, which is quite an old song, and your mind goes back to when you first sang that song? Now, this comment is nothing, nothing to do about songs that we sing, because there's great... I love songs new, and I love songs old. 
But when we come to faith in Jesus, we come to faith in a place and a time. And that place and a time, it might have a physical location, and it might be a time where we sing certain songs or do church a certain way. And so we grow an attachment to that time and that place. Because that's a life-changing time for us when we grew and discovered Jesus. But things move on. The world is not the same as when I first came to Christ at the age of five. Things have moved on. God doesn't move on. But sometimes the way our approach to, to do mission, it can change and evolve. But things move on. And if I'm stuck in the past of, but I want to do it a certain way, a certain method, well, why am I marrying that method? We can marry a method, never marry a method. How we do church now, we're not going to marry this method. We're not going to say this is how we're always going to do church. God, you lead us. You show us. You, I want to follow you, Lord. I want to follow your presence. I want to do what you want to do. Church, we don't do church now the way we did it eight years ago. Because we're constantly changing. God, what do you want? I'm not trying to copy what other people are doing. God, what are you saying to us as a church? What do you want us? How do you want us to reach out? Marry the mission. Helping people grow in the relationship with Jesus Christ. Not the method. So embracing the new. Maybe think, am I stuck? In a yesteryear, a nostalgia of the past. Think about a, a, a driving a car, you've got a rear view mirror. I'm not just with you over here, I'm with you. 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 Come on, tell it, say it out loud. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Tell your neighbor, I'm with you. Your brother and your sister, tell them I'm with you. We can't do this alone. No. We can't do this alone, but we can do it with each other as yeah. the men and women of God rise up and say, come on, we can do this. Yeah. We can do this. I will not spread a, a bad report. Not that people have spread any bad reports. I'm so thankful to God. I'll be honest with you. New Year's Day, I woke up. I had a bit of a wobble. I go to double services. I had a bit of a... <laughs> you know, I've been thinking about this, praying about this for so long. Two years ago, 2018... Wasn't the right timing, but I was thinking about it, praying about it. And the news day I woke up, because it's like three months in, I, was like, I had a bit of a wobble. Then God took me and said, Yeah, he's, come on, am I with you? Yes, you're with me. You're with us. You're with us. So if God's with us, if God's united with us, and we're united with each other, isn't all things possible? The preciousness of unity, unity of attitude and action, absolutely precious. Those two and a half tribes, they didn't say we were with you. They led the way. They led the way. They had to go ahead of the rest of the, do the maths, nine and a half tribes there, of of Israel. Go ahead of them. Fit for battle. Imagine you're there. Imagine you're you're the nation of Israel. You're, You're parked, ready to go. And these tribe, two and a half tribes, armed, ready for battle, are then leading the way. You've got the Ark of the Covenant. Wow. Come on, we can do this. God's leading the way. Our brothers and sisters are with us. We can do this. Attitude and action. Number three, sacrifice. It requires sacrifice. And I am so grateful to just talking with the teams. You know, I'm so thankful that as we looked, you know, when I looked at New Year's Day, looked at the rotors, there was lots of gaps. Lots of gaps. And gradually... Those gaps have been filling up. 
Where's Dom? I'm going to get bigged up Dom because Dom's um, leading the hosting team. This is commitment. Dom has put his name down for every single week of the hosting team. Now, I didn't know that, and I got wind of it. Now he's doing three weeks out of four. But who knows, we don't want Dom to be doing three weeks out of four, do we? Yeah. As we pull together, yeah. as we sacrifice, yeah. as we say, come on, we can do this. There might be a bridging period of a few months where we're doing a little bit more than what we're going to be doing. Yeah. And as we grow and as we do onboarding with new people, we're going to see the team increase. And the team's already increased already. Brilliant. And maybe you're here today and you've been apart maybe for a short period of time or for many years. And you're not yet a part of a team. Talk to us. Because there's nothing more than having ownership in the house because you're released just to serve God. Not just how we want to, but God, God, I'll do whatever. I said to some guys recently, if you cut me in a half, I'm a servant. Literally, I'm not saying that to big my head. I am a servant. I peel spuds. I I, I I do whatever it needs to do in this house and also leading up to today. Why? Because I am just a servant. And we are just ministers. Ministers are servants. That's what minister means, a servant. Jesus, on, we said last week, Jesus, yeah, he, he modeled before his, his crucifixion, he modeled servanthood by washing, took the lowest place, disciples' feet. But actually, when we serve, we get a glimpse of glory. We get a glimpse of who Jesus is. And we just say, God, you can't be worthy to be able to do this. Jesus spit out his arms and hung on a cross. He could have said, I don't want to do it this way, God, Father. But he did. How much more can we open our hands, our hearts to God, whatever it takes? And finally, vision. We've got to have it behind us, the why behind the hot. We have the, the new. I'm just going to invite the band up. We have the new in front of our focus, the new ahead of us, the new season ahead of us, not the step, the step is double services, but the new is God, the people in the community that don't yet know Jesus. And we're on a bit of a momentum right now, and I just believe that the breath of God, if we make space for growth, God's going to fill it. I honestly believe that double services is a sticking plaster for what God wants to do here. I honestly believe that. I've said it so many times, I do believe that. We have in our hearts the why behind the what. There will be challenges as we go double We've got to go smaller. At the moment, you know, and this is where I've had to, I wanted to have a children's program in both services. But we've just taken a decision that we can't do that yet because of the number of children in, in the church. So therefore, at the moment, for the first few months, we're doing a, a children's provision in service one. And our faith goal is come September, that with the number of children is increased, and we can launch a second, second provision in service two. There's compromise. But why? Well, even in the compromise, Lord, I see the bigger picture. That's what I wanted. Can't do it because I want the children to have a great time together. It's compromise, it's challenge. But we'll get there one step at a time. I dare to believe four, is it on, after today, eight, 15, three more services of single services after today. Not double. Privilege having Mark, Pastor Martin's story from CLM Coventry come to speak. He, what, he, he shifted things around. A good friend of ours he shifted things around because he wanted to be here on the day. He's got a message he wants to really 
unload on us. Excited. But imagine. Have a look around right now. Just in closing. Have a look around this, this building. It's only a small building. It's only a small building. It's only a small building. God. See, don't, isn't it just big churches that do double services? In my experience, I don't know many smaller churches that do double services. Surely that's one for the big churches. I've just got a feeling, church, there's a big church in us. There's seeds of greatness in us. We're not trying to make a name for ourselves, God forbid. But God wants to do something significant through this house and through other houses in, in Leamington Spa. But God has got more for this house. God has got more for this house. God has got more for you as an individual. God has got more for us as a church. Because why? Because there's so many people that are going to hell. There's so many people going to hell. But come on, not on our watch. We've got us working hard, serving hard, and Jesus just transforming lives. He can make all the difference. And he can use you. And he can use me. Come on, let's stand to our feet in the presence of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Why don't you just where you're standing, why don't you just, just chat with God right now. Those, put those four points on the screen, please. Thank you. And maybe just, you know, if the Holy Spirit's been speaking. If there's anything you just need to give to God, maybe it's fear for the future. Maybe it's a, maybe a, well, this really worked out. Maybe it's a discouragement. Maybe it's something from the past holding you back. Issue of unity. Whatever it may be, maybe not seeing the clearer picture. Maybe thinking, what can I give? What can I sacrifice? You have a, a conversation with God right now. I'd love to hear your chat, hear your conversation, hear your prayer. Tell him what you are offering him. God, I'm offering you hurt and pain from the past. I'm offering you unforgiveness from the past. I'm offering you... Uh, where I've been discouraged, I'm offering you my hands and my heart. I'm offering you myself. Thank you, Lord. Father, I pray for all of us as a church, Lord, as we're going forward into this new season. And as we take this next step, I pray, God, thank you, Lord. It's all about you. It's not about us. It's not about trying to make a name. God, we, you know my heart, God. You know I didn't want to do double services, God. You know that. But Lord, we're just here to follow you. We lay down our plans. We lay down our ideas of church. We lay down what we want, God. We lay down convenience. We lay down, God, we've got three children in a tone. But God, we thank you, Lord. It's all about you. It's all about you. Lord God, and we put our hands to the plow. We say, God, have your way. Let your kingdom come. And I ask you, God, I ask you, God, that you would surprise us in unprecedented ways. I ask you, God, that, Lord, as we make space for growth, Lord God, we would see the unchurched, God, darkening these doors. As we've seen in a, in a drip feed recently, God, we're asking unprecedented measure, Lord. We see the river of God flowing out from out of the church, Father God, in our workplaces, in our streets, in our communities, Lord God, as we gossip the gospel, as we, as we tell people about you, as we step up as a church, Lord God, as we follow your presence, God. Oh, Lord, may your presence go ahead of us, God. 
Don't go ahead of us, God. We want to follow you, the ark. We want to follow the presence of God. It's all that you have for us, God. And I pray and I prophesy, God, that every single one of us will be in a year's time bigger, bigger in spirit, bigger in heart, bigger in capacity, enlarge us, God, enlarge our capacity to love you, enlarge our capacity to follow you, enlarge our capacity to lead, Father God, enlarge our capacity, Lord, as a church, Lord God, fill in the gaps and rotors, fill in the gaps and rotors, Lord, where there's need, where there's lack, Lord God, fill, we believe in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. And when every head is bowed and eyes shut, Maybe you're here today, and maybe you wouldn't necessarily call yourself a Christian. You wouldn't say, I'm a follower of Christ. But today, you want to say, I need Jesus. I need Jesus in my life, the Jesus that transforms other people's lives. I need him in my life. I need him in my life. You want to say yes to Jesus today, with every head is bowed and eyes shut right now. If you're saying, you want to say yes to Jesus, either as a recommitment to him, or for the first time, we love it when people respond to Jesus for the first time. And just raise your hand, and I will see your hand right now. I want to pray a prayer. I'm not going to call you forward. And pray where you are. Wonderful. 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 Father, I pray right now for those that are, are recommitting to you. Lord God, would you just give them a fresh fire. Freshness in you. Freshness in you. And why don't we right now, why don't we as a church believe and pray that there will be new people responding to Jesus every week. Come on, right now, for 30 seconds. Come on. We pray for people to be saved every week, Lord God. We pray that, Lord, the lost will be found, released the hurting. Oh, God, that you would just bless, you would just pour out your spirit, Lord, and you would do a new thing on our watch, Lord God. New thing on our watch, God. In Jesus' name. Come have your way. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We hope that you enjoyed this message. For many more resources and for more information, visit our website at www.life-cc.org.